The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. When he got away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile? Since it enters not the heart but the stomach and passes out into the latrine, thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of the man, that is, what defiles him, from within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evil come from within, and they defile. The Gospel of the Lord. Is God a liar? Because if you look at the last line from this beautiful reading of the book of Genesis, love the book of Genesis. Again, if you ever want to know why the world is the way it is, read Genesis. It's very enlightening. So there we have Adam and Eve, creation. They're in the Garden of Eden. And of course, the famous story, God says, don't eat that tree, the fruit from that tree. Don't touch it. Don't, I know it looks pretty, but don't. Stay away from it. Right? Stay away from that tree. Because if you eat it, you will die. But then when they ate it, did Adam and Eve die? They didn't die. <laughs> they still stood up. They, they put on fig leaves. They hid behind a bush. Again, the story goes on. So what did God mean that you will die? Because obviously they didn't just fall to the ground and, and die on the spot. No. Something worse happened. It was a spiritual death. You see, what mortal sin, so in our theology, remember, we make a difference between venial and mortal sin. Venial sins are, are the little things, small things. The mortal sins are the big ones, which, why it's called mortal, is that it kills the life of, we call it, sanctifying grace within us. Sanctifying grace, remember, as we hear beautifully in the first reading, it says here, God formed man out of the clay of the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life. It was at that moment that we received our, in a sense, our, our souls. And we were given what's called the breath of life, meaning you know, that, that sanctifying grace is another way of looking at it. The very life of God within us. When Adam and Eve fell, ate the tree, ate, ate the fruit from the tree, 
It destroyed that sanctifying grace within us. And what followed next is, and again, look at this list here, as our Lord here lays out the list of of all the failings of humanity. I think in, in many ways all of us look down because we recognize ourselves, didn't we? Listen to, listen to what happens after we ate of the fruit. From within this heart of mine, evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. And this was just last Tuesday, right? <laughs> All of these things, right? All of this comes out from here. Well, what's beautiful about this, in the Gospel of Matthew, you remember when Jesus is gathered with the apostles, and he gives them the authority to forgive sins. Do you remember that beautiful account of Matthew? The line that Jesus uses, he says, he breathed on them. That word breathe is the same word that we get in Genesis chapter 2 in the first reading. The breath in Hebrew is rucha. Rucha. Jesus would breathe on the apostles the rucha, the breath of life, and was not lost upon the disciples of what Jesus was doing. They saw the connection. Jesus breathes on them in the power, giving them the authority to forgive sins which mimics what happened in the breath of life which was given to Adam and Eve, our first parents. Because it is precisely through the confessional there that my greed, my theft, my murder, my adultery, my greed, my malice, my deceit, my licentiousness, my blasphemy, all of that is forgiven. Imagine this. And I'll I'll end on this point. No matter what sins you've committed, you could be dead. You could be a walking zombie because of these mortal sins. You walk into that confessional, boom, you are alive again. Ruha in you. Restored. Oh, that's the beauty. Now what God has come. Now do you see, he comes to restore life. Not just mere mortal life, but eternal life within every single one of us. Sanctifying grace. Flowing through that little room. 